Hello everyone, we are the Spiritual Twins and we're back for another fun conversation this week. And today we're talking about Conscious D. It's Conscious Dick for those of you guys who don't know. <laughs> uh, but today we just thought that's a great time to talk about it because it's the beginning of the month. Uh, we'd like to be calling new things into our life. It's Libra season and Libra is all about unity and relationships and Venus is in the in the sign of Scorpio and Venus is the planet of romance and love and Scorpio is the sign of death, rebirth and transformation and really really getting into the depth of consciousness. So we thought this is the perfect time to talk about consciousness. And I guess I want to start today Dariana and asking you what does conscious D mean for you and look like for you? For me, it looks like honesty. It looks like someone that's willing to um, not hide their faults and just not try and be so pretentious. And I'm looking for someone that is just going to be um, completely vulnerable with me during this time. And, and realize that it's not always about putting your best foot forward, but putting your truest self forward. I love that. I love that on vulnerability because I think now in society, we often shame men for vulnerability, that it's weakness. I mean, that could be for everyone, but especially men, and I think the masculine has really been um, experiencing a lack in embracing that vulnerability and maybe misunderstanding that vulnerability is power and truth and beauty. Mm -hmm. And I think as spiritual seekers, that's really what we need more of. Absolutely. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, I know for a lot of people, this can be an intense time. Um, it's it's the fall season. We're getting into major holidays in the States. Um, we're getting into Scorpio season, which can be very intense for some. Um, there's also a new moon coming up, um, which is good because we can state our intentions and um, see how that manifests during the full moon. Um, and, and that's kind of another thing I wanted to talk about is a lot of us don't take advantage of these moon cycles. And we should really be learning more about this so that we can use it in our day-to-day -day lives. Um, so like... Last time, I remember, we set intentions um, for the previous new moon, and that went really well. And we saw how that, which we implanted, um, developed later on. Um, I feel like we, just to catch you up, we did an offering by the river, you and I. We got, like, flowers and plants and uh, coca leaves and we set our intentions in the full moon and then um had some cacao yeah we had yeah. some cacao during the new moon um and then several days went by full moon came and it was interesting because um as always during the full moon you can see some chaotic energy and you can also see a lot of revelations um it's kind of a, it's kind of the time where um, it's like 
what was hidden is now coming into the light, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it, for me, and you can probably speak on your own experience, but for me, when we did that and then this full moon came about, I, I felt like I was um, just kind of absorbing everyone and watching um, a lot of interesting things happen. Relationships ended, friendships ended, but also um, I saw a few of my friends come together and I saw new relationships coming. And so it's, it's, it's an interesting thing. Um, so yeah, I kind of want to um, have, have some awareness around um, what's happening with, um, with the astrology. Right. And it's great symbolically, like even if people don't necessarily resonate with the moon cycles, I love the moon. So I love the cycles. So the new moon is for setting intentions and the full moon is like really stepping into power and energy. And even if maybe the cycles don't resonate with you as much, having symbolically, I think it's great each time to kind of come and be like, start new and set some intentions and what you really want to be calling in and so it's perfectly that this new moon aligns with the beginning of the month of October and uh, so I think yeah we're probably going to do that again which is going to be super cool mm-hmm. and we're probably going to call in some conscious D so <laughs> exactly yeah um, and it's it's fitting for the situation because um, we always talk about how you know we meet a lot of guys here in the valley, and um, a lot of guys they are talking about the work that they've done, the work that they are doing, and it's always you know um, good stuff, good stuff, good stuff, and and that's that's fine. Um, but later on, we realize that sometimes it's not. Um, what you talk about, what you preach about, but what your actions demonstrate. Mm, definitely. Um, and I guess that's what we're calling in. We're calling in um, conscious conscious action, mm-hmm. all right? Yeah. And we want people to not just talk the talk, but mm-hmm. walk the walk. Yes. Um, and I feel like during this season, it's going to be pretty difficult <laughs> to hide who you truly are. Yeah. When it is, it's, it's never easy to hide who you are, but I feel like there's certain seasons that really amplify this. Definitely. Libra season especially. Exactly. Uh, and that's, I want to touch on something that you said about people like walking the walk and not actually, or like people are talking the talk, but they're not walking the walk. It's not showing up in their actions. And I remember... This was several months ago. I was kind of crushing on this guy. And you're like, I could tell why you like him. I was like, why? And you, and you said, is it looks like he's working on himself. And that was like hitting the nail on the head with that. I really think that's why I was interested in this person. Long story short, it didn't work out, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you met someone else. I met someone else. <laughs> but... Yeah, and that I really was interested in this person because, you know what, I realized I was attracted to, you know, and I get people can be attracted to looks or humor or um, 
intelligence and all these things we can be attracted to. What I, what I find myself really attracted to is people's energy. Mm. I'm attracted to how I feel around them. And I really have this strong feeling towards guys that are C who are really working on themselves. And that brings me to, we were talking to this man the other day in a cafe, and he said something that really like struck a chord with me that really resonated. He said that we are all looking for connections. I think this is why we do this human experience. A part of it is really, we want to connect with others. We're a collective. And we can only be as present with another person, as present as we are with ourselves. And that's something that I find I struggle with finding in a partner is that this lack of presence with themselves, this lack of meeting themselves, this lack of um, really being able to sit and honestly look at themselves. Because when there's an incapability to do that, it's you can't do it with another person. And there are all these quotes out there. It's like, yeah, it's like you can only love someone as much as you love yourself. And I think there's some extreme truth to that, you know, because that's like we have to meet ourselves in to a level of depth and I'll take some responsibility too. you know I'm joking about like calling in this conscious D and like men are lacking and also yeah us as women we can do the same thing this isn't just a, a male female whatever you identify as issue this is like yeah collective but today yeah we're just speaking about our experience um sex in the valley as we like to call it but I do I think that's something that's huge it's like I want to see a man that really really is willing to look at himself and doesn't need another person to tell him who he is whether that be a friend a woman or whatever just but he can really just sit with himself be with himself and these uncomfortable things and that's what we talked a lot about last week and i think that's a huge part in uh dating and relationships we also see spiritual bypassing so it's it's really hard to it's really hard to find this this conscious relationships when people are constantly spiritually by spiritually bypassing their lived experiences and like you said like this lack of vulnerability and only wanting to show up a certain way and are afraid of these uncomfortable conversations that's what i find it's like people are afraid to communicate because they're afraid it might hurt another person but really we need to communicate and have these conscious communication because that's really how we can meet each other as well like it's not about being comfortable within a relationship all the time it's about being real Mm -hmm. yeah which brings me to this question um what do you think is the main reason there's this lack of consciousness why do you think it's so hard for um consciousness to be conscious I think we've experienced a really uh, interesting conditioning of the masculine. And I think we, I'd like to differentiate. We use masculine. And when we think of in society, masculinity is all like rough and dirt and tough and hard and all that stuff. You know, like we have this idea about masculinity. We think femininity is like, you wear dresses, all this stuff. But no, that's a very mm-hmm. bastardized version of masculinity and femininity. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not really looking at the divine, which I think I'll unpack with that. But I think right now in capitalist conditioning, especially it's this 
almost this toxic masculinity. I don't even know if you want to call that masculinity, right? It's this uh, masculine must always be strong, never let them see you sweat, uh, never show any ounce of vulnerability. That is what we've been told, especially the masculine in, in this society. Mm-hmm. And that's not really, I think if real balanced masculinity is actually integrating this masculine and feminine energy and I think divine masculinity is a structure and form and it is strength but it's strength plus the vulnerability mm-hmm. and feminine energy divine feminine energy is creation and chaos but chaos in the darkness so that's what creates creation in this receiving so I think and I yeah I don't blame people for how we've been raised. So I think it's just this unwillingness to embrace this beautiful feminine side mm-hmm. in society and just knowing that we need this balance of this masculine and feminine if we really want to integrate and have this wholeness, kind of what we were talking about last week. So I think the lack of it is there. It's just our focus and attention is all about telling men that they need to be strong and they they need to be tough and there's this an example I think of is we have a friend who she basically told this guy that she told him like basically what she wanted and what she wanted wasn't what he wanted and he felt very attacked and he had this very visceral reaction very like got mad got angry got intense and it was ironic because she said she thought it was because it was a very feminine reaction to like get that upset about that and I countered I was like no I feel like that's more of a the male ego the the toxic male ego feeling threatened by a, a woman stepping into her masculine side and saying exactly what she wants and exactly what she needs and having this conscious communication she's a feminine woman that stepped into her masculine and then his masculine ego felt threatened and it was fragile and it broke apart and so I think this is another part of this masculinity that there can be no other threats to who I am as a man if anything threatens how I feel if anything threatens what I'm doing then I must put up an even bigger front which in turn can look like this fragile ego shattering Mm -hmm. Yeah. So so to recap, there's there's a side of us just still very being very traditional in that sense. Yes. Um and I think also religion ha- plays a big role in that as well. Absolutely. Um and it's funny, it's interesting to me because I meet a lot of a lot of people that um don't consider themselves religion, religious at all. Um, they have, they may have been raised, um, Catholic, Christian, they may have been raised in that way to be religious, but they've kind of dissolved out of it. And, um, and it's interesting because sometimes you still see the traces of that. Yes. Of that upbringing. Yes. Um, because it's very unconscious, Mm -hmm. um, that we do this, um, and then uh, another interesting point that you made me think of is 
um, this idea of feeling intimidated by the female. Yes. Um, and then how do I control that so that I am not feeling this? Um, I think a lot of, of the male, the masculinity in this world feels like they have to, they have to somehow control situations. Even if it's, it's, there's situations that are just out of our control, but society says you must control this situation, right? Or you must control, um, your household, you must control your, your income, you must control your woman. Um, again, that's very subconscious religious mm-hmm. text. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can be intimidating for, especially now, <laughs> because we've grown so much collectively. It can be intimidating for a male to find a woman that is stepping into mm-hmm. her truth. Yes, that's it. And, and being fearless in that yes. as well. Hundred percent. Yeah, that like really like that sent like chills through my body. That really resonated. I do think that there's kind of this imbalance in that, and when a woman shows up in her truth and shows up in herself, it is really intimidating to a man because that might unconsciously be a mirror for the all the ways he's not showing up for himself. Mm -hmm. And so instead of taking self responsibility, it's how can I blame the other person? and project all my issues on her instead of actually taking some ownership. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what conscious D is. Someone taking Mm self-responsibility, taking ownership, showing up for themselves, and working through their shit so they can fully show up and be present for a woman in her power and in her femininity and support that femininity and nurture it and grow and then you come together and it's a co-creation of this energy that's like I think this masculine and feminine energy comes together and in co-creation and that's really where the strength is mm-hmm. right it's not them separate so I'm not shaming masculinity just step into this masculinity which is really seeing the strength and power of femininity and knowing that it grows you you know Mm -hmm. it's like it's it's for the benefit of both that to work on yourself and see yourself right absolutely um for me conscious d is all about embracing femininity so if i meet a guy Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. is you know demonstrating his femininity and not feeling um shame and not feeling like he is um less less of a man mm-hmm. then I I find strength in that I think that's very powerful yes um it's also a really beautiful way to love someone yeah um and I think that's what most men are like they know but they're like maybe a little a bit afraid to step into that because it's big femininity again like we touched on it like femininity is this darkness it's a, it's dark. It's the birthplace of creation. It's the unknown. So I think feminine energy is intimidating for 
for men. And we're using men and women. I understand people have different identities, and I respect that and hold space for that. I also want to note that when we speak masculine and feminine, masculine doesn't mean man. Feminine doesn't mean women. Right. We hold both. Absolutely. We all hold both of this energy. And so I think that's what you're saying, seeing a man and maybe a cis-het man who identifies as straight and, you know, as man, that him really embracing this feminine side and mm-hmm. not being scared of it because it's we hold both and when we can find this balance which notes on Libra season two mm-hmm. this balance that's when we really see people embodying this this authentic truth of who they are mm-hmm. you know and that's why I think there's an imbalance is because people mm-hmm. masculine is afraid of the feminine sometimes because it is unknown it's a little chaotic it's a little uh, it's it's dark, you know, and so I do get there's this this intimidation and factor among it because you don't know what you're gonna get. You know, mm-hmm. we want, especially in the society, we want structure, we want organization, we want to know. We're so attached to knowing things, mm-hmm. and so when we don't know things, we get scared. And then I think that's when these these things start coming through in the masculine. That's where the fragile ego comes out. That's where uh, the sense of control comes out, you know, and then that's it's this it's fear, and when we're letting fear win rather than than love, mm-hmm. that's when we start seeing a big imbalance. Yeah, absolutely. And then I think like a major part of this imbalance um, is really comes from men that completely suppress their feminine energy, and even worse, believe that there is no feminine energy in them. Um, I think that there's a lot of mm-hmm. me- people in this world that believe because they're men, um, there is no possibility, no trace of femininity within them. Yes. Um, and I think that's probably the most dense scenario of this. Um, because that is where a lot of pain is. Yeah. Um, that suppression of um of femininity if you live your life not realizing this it can cause a lot of harmful relationships um all of us we have feminine and masculine each and every one of us um we all have this energy and again the the point of it all is to have a balance it's not to suppress the masculine it's not to suppress the feminine. It's to absolutely embody them both and realize that there are times where you feel more feminine and there are times where you feel more masculine. Mm-hmm. However, both of these do still exist within you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think like the most um, um, depressing case is when I meet men that have really suppressed their femininity. Mm-hmm. And um, that can be harmful to themselves and also the relationships they find themselves in. Yeah. So, you know, how do we get to the point where we embrace this and we realize um, we need both of these to survive? Yeah, I think this goes back to the point I was making at the very beginning is that we can only be as present with another person as present as we are with ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think this is where this imbalance comes in is we're afraid to sit with ourselves. We're afraid to meet these aspects of ourselves, the feminine, 
more masculine aspects. We're afraid of what it might mean if we hold these. And so I think, I personally think everyone should just go be alone for a little bit. <laughs> you know, like everyone and whatever that means, whether it's go sit in the jungle with plant medicine or go camp in the woods or just go like meditate for a little bit. I really think that it's so beneficial for everyone to be alone with themselves mm-hmm. because when we're alone with ourselves without distraction, because mm-hmm. I mean, being alone doesn't mean sitting and watching Netflix, even though guilty, but really just sitting with yourself and seeing and observing what comes up. And some of these things might be uncomfortable based on our conditioning, what we've been told mm-hmm. that like this isn't a good thing to feel, but all it's all welcome. You know, there's no bad feelings. Mm-hmm. They're all welcome. So I think that's a great way to really start uh, embodying this consciousness is to sit with yourself and see what comes up. You know, and sometimes that means being alone with yourself for a little bit. I think we, as people, it's normal to want to be in relationship. Mm -hmm. It's so, like, we live off connection. We thrive off of, we thrive, yeah, we thrive off of connection. And that's why we do this life thing, right? You know, we want to connect. But I think in order to connect with another, we must learn how to connect with ourselves first. Exactly. Um, but I, I will say this, though. I have met a lot of men that have amazing relationships um, with female energy. Uh-huh. Um, their mother, their sisters. Um, uh, and, and they have really, through relationships like that, have learned about their themselves. That's a great way, too, yeah. And... and if if more of us can even if we don't have the healthiest relationships with our um our mother or our sister or um our grandmother these feminine figures in our family um what are we what can we do even if we can't have this harmonious relationship maybe w- one thing that what one thing that i see is you know, I I once had a friend that didn't have the best relationship with his mom, and um, he, he you know he when Mother's Day Mother's Day comes around, he kind of just complete denial, right? Yeah. Just doesn't feel a thing, mm-hmm. or says he doesn't, right? Um, just another day for him, um, but no hard feelings, right? Um, he, he has told me that, um, his mother wasn't like the best figure in his life, but he still has love for her from a distance. And there's a lot of situations like this where, um, you know, the femininity within the individual gets shattered Mm -hmm. based on family relationship. Right. So maybe finding a way, even if you can't physically connect with that person, finding a way to heal that within yourself. Right. You know how, and I think that's something that we skip over, especially men skip over, is allowing themselves to feel this hurt over, you mentioned your friend doesn't have the best relationship with his mother, but he probably actually hasn't allowed himself to feel that pain over not having this relationship with her. I don't know the gravity of that, the depth of that, but I feel like 
we have some sometimes when we have these wounded relationships with these people in our life we don't allow ourselves to really feel the pain over that and hurt over it which is this like considered weak you know that's lack of vulnerability so a lot of people can be like I gotta be tough this doesn't hurt me when it really does and I think just the simplest thing we can do is just to acknowledge that pain in her and being like I don't have a relationship with my mother this person in my life this woman in my life really hurt me and I am going to allow myself to feel that pain yeah exactly and that comes with the honesty part right yeah you know and and that that's the issue that I find most with with this suppression of femininity it's the denial of those relationships that have wounded you. Instead of just like denying that and keep suppressing that within you, why not just just get get it out of your system, get yeah. it out, cry about it, yeah. yell about it, be angry about it, talk to someone. Um, but the point is that it doesn't keep. You don't keep pushing it further down. Right, you. right. Like, we, we have to be the chain breakers, and that's a hard choice to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this brings me to to kind of touching on living in the valley. We talk about this a lot. There's a sex in the valley, of course. Um, welcome to our episode. But in the valley, there's a lot of men here who are doing the work, as we say. And as we mentioned last week, they're, they're sitting with plant medicine. They're doing their yoga. They're doing their meditation. And they feel like they're really embodying this, I am a spiritual man, I'm an awakened bro, you know? But they're almost using this spirituality, like one, they feel entitled, like I'm doing the work, women must like me kind of thing. They're feeling entitled. And two, they're taking advantage of their of these aspects and this becomes imbalance comes in they're taking advantage of this i'm in touch with my femininity i'm a spiritual man to kind of get women which i think that comes with the in the territory this comes with still this wounded ego this wounded masculine ego because i've seen this example of someone was really oh it's so like seeing these women cry and being like it's so beautiful when you cry and really sitting with them and being present in their vulnerability which is what we both say we want we want a man to be present in our vulnerability but then i've seen this turned on its head where a person takes advantage of a woman's vulnerability and she's in a really like yeah this vulnerable point she might be crying she might be dealing with a breakup she might be dealing with some pain in her life and he's showing up and wants to be there and he's really just using this as a way sometimes to get in her pants essentially mm-hmm. you know I, I speak from this from personal spirit experience that I definitely feel like my vulnerability has been taken advantage of by conscious seeking men mm-hmm. which that really hurts me sometimes to see that it's it can be abused like that so again that's finding this balance of there could be people coming in being like, yes, I've embraced my feminine. I love tears. Come to me, you know. But are they doing it because they really have sat and done the work? Or are they doing it because they are trying? And I think it's they're trying to seek validation within themselves. We're all seeking validation. It's all like this is a way I know I can get a woman, mm-hmm. you know. And I see that sometimes in the Sacred Valley. Just a lot of 
you know, conscious seeking men kind of <laughs> using that to their advantage. Mm-hmm. And it gets a little slimy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Within the, within the conscious community, there is a lot of, there's, there's still a lot of people wearing a mask. Yeah, I mean, it's still community. I mean, this happens everywhere, mm-hmm. you know. Con- conscious community isn't better mm-hmm. or worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just amplified. It's amplified. Um, and in some cases, unfortunately, it can be scarier <laughs> than a person just not involved in this in this spiritual community um we're all spiritual but you know there's some of us that actually consider ourselves um a part of this community Mm -hmm. um and we again we're 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 habits We, we create habits around um um groups and labels and and all these all these things so that the mind can understand who we are so those of us that walk around saying we are spiritual, we are of the spiritual community, um, and all of these things, it's scary because um, what you see at first is this, this person that's putting their best foot forward, that's saying, I've worked on myself, I'm working on myself, and... The first thing you hear is um, all, all the good, all the good, all the good. Um, and it's like what you were saying, it isn't, it, isn't, it isn't quite obvious in the beginning, especially in the spiritual community, because we, we see each other from a good light yes. always, yeah. right? Um, and sometimes we're blinded. We get blinded um, because we want to see the good. We want to see the good. We believe in you. We believe in you. We're all just doing the best we can. We're all just doing the best we can. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, no matter what community we're in, right, mm-hmm. religious, spiritual, we all come across something that um, that we're not perfect. No. Right? We all come across this thing where we don't necessarily match what we say. Yeah. And that's that's okay, just as long as you're not hurting anyone. Yeah, it's the human experience. It's I think it's the awareness around the it. The awareness. I think yeah. the more awareness we have of ourselves, and that's I think that goes back to uh, what I was saying, is just meeting ourselves exactly where we are. Uh, being present with ourselves the more awareness we have with what's going on within us and our shit the more we can hold space for it and the more we hold space for it and allow it to be them then we can accept it and transcend it Mm -hmm. and I think that's what like it all goes back to can I see myself where I am in this moment Um, do you have any more concluding thoughts just on yeah consciousness in general and conscious relationships any in conclusion do you have any thoughts and after this thought I do have a, a funny little anecdote I want to share okay cool <laughs> um yeah I just I just think that um we need to again be honest with ourselves and um that's the only way we can actually attract 
authentic relationships. Yeah. I feel yeah. like w- the more authenticity you have within yourself, the more authentic people you can attract. Absolutely. And that just takes, yeah, showing up for yourself, you know, and having compassion because we're not perfect. I always want to come back to that. We're not asking for perfection. I'm not asking for a perfect D, perfection in that, right? I'm asking for a conscious D. And what conscious D is, is self-awareness, self-acceptance, and willingness to continue showing up. That's really what it is, showing up vulnerability. Mm -hmm. Conscious, not perfect, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah, so this is, I know that was a lot. And we appreciate you for listening and... I'm sure there's a lot more. We're all calling in different conscious D. You know, ask ask for the dick you want. You know, call it in. Got the new moon. Um, in conclusion, though, I did want to share a little funny anecdote from the sex in the valley, sex in the sacred valley. So this guy and I, we hooked up and he leaves. And then I get a text from him asking me if he left his crystal in my bed like well this is the most like spiritual conscious community shit like I think I left my crystal in your bed like can you check for me and I'm like you know what is this like is did did he leave it intentionally because he wanted to see me again is this kind of some kind of excuse I left my crystal in your bed you know you see that with like people I left my watch but this is kind of an example of the the sacred valley here we don't leave our watches we don't wear watches you know we're present but we leave our crystals so <laughs> just just some silly things you know mm-hmm. yeah though we can get a reality tv show here but yeah thank you so much again for listening i hope you got a little laugh out of that and again we're just we're open um i understand that Everything that we say, we did use a lot of man and female, and we're both straight, straight women. So we're coming from this calling in like men. So I do want to acknowledge that, and we understand that people uh, identify mm-hmm. differently. Mm-hmm. And again, masculinity and femininity isn't man and woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's this is beyond that. Yeah, this absolutely. is divine. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much. We'll come back next week to have some more Conscious Real talk about another topic. Ciao. Ciao.